The mules are in the corral. Welcome to Mule Talk, and I'm Cindy K. Roberts, your host. On this week's segment of Mule Talk, our guest is legendary Lonnie King from New Mexico. Lonnie, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Um, I've been trying to get you roped down just so that I could get an interview with you, and today is my lucky day. I want to cover the mule story in your life. When did you get involved with mules? Well, probably when I was about 14, 12, 15 years old, something like that. Uh, my cousin was manager of large ranks that my dad had worked on previously back in the 20s and 30s. But my cousin had taken over managing the ranks, and they had, uh, we had a lot of mules in the Guadalupe Mountains in southeast of New Mexico and West Texas. And basically, mules was mostly what we rode packed on. So we didn't have any roads on the ranch or anything, any work and all. We had to had to pack it all in and pack it out. That is fascinating. At one point, you um, you mentioned something about that you would break a trailer load of mules in a summer. Well, or we got in we got in a semi truckload of mules one time. Two year old mule coach. And back then, the mule this was back in the late fifties. And back then, the mules aren't what they are today. They was mostly just trash that people didn't want. They'd take a sorry old mine and breed it to just any jack that they could find and, and get mules. Most of them wasn't too user friendly. So, what was that like? I mean, did you just climb on them bareback or, you know, how did that know. work? We we built them the old time way that we broke everything horses, mules, and everything. Back then, this horse whisper stuff had never come along. We just did it the old cowboy way. You'd go in there and you'd either rope them or trip them down or something and get a halter on them and tie them up to a snubbing post, saddle blanket over them a time or two, and then tie a leg up, get a saddle on them, and then get on them and hope for the best. I believe that was the way that uh, the U.S. Cavalry broke their mules out when they were using them back up. Uh, well, that was the only way that the people, that's the only way they knew back then, you know. Plus, when I, I worked on several ranches where, you know, you didn't have the luxury of spending much time with them. If you could get on them and ride them, stay on them, and they turned you out and you went and did work on them. You know, they were broke if you could get on them and get out of the trail with them. You did your training out working cattle and riding. Oh, that's interesting. So, so how many times did you take a tumble? Oh gosh, hundreds. <laughs> I can remember all the wrecks I had. I've I broken a lot of bones over my life, sprained a lot, been bruised up, banged up. I just, I've had so many wrecks, I can't even remember them all. I'll be darned. You know, breaking horses in the mountains and canyon country is just not conducive to good health. Ah. Okay, that, very well said. I heard you are you are also a cook. You you have recipes. Well, I do. I dabble a little in Dutch oven cooking. I've got a, a, a throat good chuck leg, and I was privileged to have a friend that had this old chuck leg, and he was getting on up in the years. I bought the old wagon from him, and it made it a lot of work. Eventually got it rebuilt after about eight years with the help of new friends. People in the New Mexico new group helped me a bunch with it, and we got it, got it built. I'm pivoting along now, cooking with it a little bit. Hopefully one of these days I'll get to get into it more. So so do you hitch up a, a team and then you pull the wagon? Mm, yes, ma'am. I went to, uh, I drove to Harlan, Kentucky here a while back, picked up two full sisters. Of, uh, they're paint, I guess they're paint Appaloosas or something. I don't know what kind of, they're kind of a weird color. They've got spots like the paint and they got spots like Appaloosas. I don't know what they are. They're colorful. That, that's a little flamboyant for you, Lonnie. Oh, yeah. Well, 
If you're gonna go, go big. What are the popular dishes that you make? Well, I like, uh, I've got a fried cabbage dish I really do like. Most people seem to like it, and it's got kind of a southwest flair to it. Most of the stuff I cook, I cook for me and the heck with everybody else. Most of it's usually too hot for everybody else. <laughs> I like a spicy place now, but this can fried cabbage dish I have is, uh, it's a real, real good dish. That's probably my favorite. And of course, everybody likes frijoles. I got through them up a little bit, Southwest style, usually. And, uh, just basically that's, you know, that's, I don't do any gourmet cooking on my chuck wagon. I just do the basic old ranch stuff. But, you know, most people don't realize that Chuck wagons, when they was working the cattle drives and the ranches and all that, they didn't they didn't have these luxurious meals they have now. They they ate beans and biscuits and salt pork and that was just about it. Maybe rice every once in a while. They ate pretty major cooking on these chuck wagons. All this fancy stuff they come up with in the later years is that wasn't wasn't the way it was on chuck wagons. I remember eating some of your dishes. It was in Texas when we were there judging the uh, Texas Mule Skinners Challenge. Lonnie, I mean, it was delicious. I mean, everybody in camp came over to eat with you. So that's quite a compliment. Well, the compliment is nobody back. <laughs> <laughs> so now you what? You have a new wagon and you're going to start a, a nonprofit organization. Tell me about that. Well, it's, uh, I'm on a, uh, I'm a cook for the Boy Scouts. I'm on, not cook for them, but I'm on a draft the Boy Scouts for each kid. And then I teach them how to make, uh, extra country counters and set up the players, festivals. You can't really even get a group of 50 and a half people over. We're going to set up, sell, uh, bowls of cover and ice cream. And on the next day, we might sell, uh, Make sermon on flat pines, just likes of that. And I'm going to try to get enough sponsors that everything that we bring in can go to the benefit of whichever group I have that particular day. It has potential to raise a pretty good bit of money for these kids, and also it, it measures them. You know, a lot of them don't have a lot of adult supervision, which I'm not saying I'm a very good prospect for adult supervision. If I could throw myself, maybe I wouldn't take too many of them. <laughs> that, that's the general idea, just working with these kids, because, you know, it's, kids these days, are they've got a lot of pressure on them. That's older people ever had, ever experienced. That's right. They need, they need all of the help they can get. This is going to teach them how to work, how to greet the public, how to make change, and how to wash dishes, and just everything, you know. Oh, that's wonderful. You still have meals, right? Yeah, I'm, I can't wait. I've just got... Well, three right now, but I've got, since I had my shoulder replacement, I'm having a hard time getting back in the groove. <laughs> it's busy right now. I just, I'm working 16, 18 hours a day, just about five days a week. And it's no time to do anything. <laughs> wow. Like I don't know where you get your energy. Well, it's good dope, I guess. <laughs> if anybody would like to get in touch with you, uh, how would they do that? Well, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, Okay. Well, I'm going to try to squeeze in a few more rides up on top of the Lucky Peak. That's, that's a ride that's, that's a longer 
Secretary Church is most challenging when that he's ever been. You know, Paul, he's been around the block, Secretary. Yes. Yeah. But uh, I'd like to get some more people up there to show them in that country because it's, it's most unique ride you'll ever be on. Oh, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Thank you for taking the time to be with us today. And I wish you all the best. And I know I'm going to see you again down the trails. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to hang around. They'll have to kill me one of these days. Just get rid of me. All right. Thank you. You bet. Thank you. Well, that's it for this segment on Mule Talk. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or a sponsor, send me an email, cindy, C-I-N-D-Y, at everycowgirlsdream.com. And check out my training books on how to build confidence in your mule, connecting with your mule, and building that partnership. It's all available at everycowgirlsdream.com, Amazon Prime, and other participating outlets. I think my mule is looking for me, so I will catch you next time on Mule Talk. <laughs>